This podcast is brought to you by PodPro Australia. Hello and welcome to the Property Investors Handbook Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Bell, taking over from Rob Verhove, who has moved on. Really excited to be in the chair. And of course, we've got our uh, property management expert with us here once again, Colleen Sutherland. Welcome. Thank you, Adam. Excellent. So today, a hot topic when it comes to property management and something that all property investors um, would have had to had to think about and, um, and decide upon um, whenever they have invested, and that is choosing the right tenant. So, um, you know, first of all, what, explain to me, how do you go about choosing the right tenant? What does the right tenant look like? The right tenant needs to prove who they are, that they can afford the property and that they can look after the property. So they're the three criteria. And while it sounds simple, it's not necessarily that easy. Okay. So how would you go, you know, as a, as a property manager, how would you go about, um, you know, working out whether a, a prospective tenant has those three things? Well, they make application for the property, but before they make application, they will have viewed the property. And a lot of times when we are showing properties, we talk to the tenants and just sort of get a feel for um, will they be a right fit for the property because that's really important. And then uh, when the application does come in, then the uh, due diligence process starts. Okay. And what, what is the due, due diligence process? So they complete the application, so they have put in their ID um, and their work reference or work employment, which will include an income. And then um, they'll put in any references that they may have, so previous rental references or if they've just sold a property, uh, their agent who sold the property we get a reference off them. Sure. And are they written references or do you actually speak to, to referees? Both. Both. Yeah, both. So what happens when they make application, we have to keep in mind that that application will form part of any insurance claim that we may make. So we have to dot our I's and cross our T's and that you've got it in writing that, that they've been able to look after the place, all their inspections were great, when they moved out it was fantastic, all that sort of thing and that, that forms part of um, the due diligence. Fantastic. And I guess you'd probably occasionally get some, some bad references where you do, well, put it this way, where you do call and you get not so great information on the on the people who are applying. Yeah, unfortunately you do. Um, and uh, we have to be very diplomatic if we are refusing a an applicant. And um, those ones you sort of put to a side and move on with the other ones that you're working through. So when you've got a bad reference, you sort of halt that application and move and, and you do move on to the next one. Sure. Okay. What are so again, explain maybe in a bit more detail those three major areas in which a successful applicant must produce evidence and, and why those areas are so important. So when they're proving who they are, they need to give us some forms of ID, which is you know, obviously either a passport, birth certificate, driver's licence. And that, in this day and age, there is a lot of fraud. So they need to prove that they are, we're putting in Joe Smith and... Um, Joe Smith is Joe Smith. Is Joe Smith and, and his wife and, and three kids. And while the kids don't have to produce their ID, each applicant must have ID. Um, and the other thing is that... 
if there's any claim made against them, that we, we're claiming on the right person. So proving who they are is vital. And, and that's the same with anything these days. You've got to jump through so many hoops. But yep. legislation is um, dictating to us there. When they, are, when they can afford the property, so we can't, as a rule of thumb, we can't take more than one-third of their combined income. Right. So what's happening on today's market, which is not, it's not normal, but the mum and dad have got good jobs, high, high income, however, they're not meeting that uh, criteria of what, more than one-third of their combined income. And so that's where we uh, make sure that they can afford the property. Sure. And then for looking after the property, it's um, references from a previous agent or landlord. And um, like I said, if they're selling their property, then a, a reference from them as well. If they're moving out of home, that's a little bit more tricky. So that is a different set of um, due diligence that we do because we need to prove that they did live at home and that they haven't lived somewhere else and they're saying they've come from mum and dad sure. and stuff like that. So, Well, it sounds like a minefield and this is why you, 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 I gather you, you need a property manager to be able to look after this mm. um, for you because it's so much to, to consider um, and why you'd want to get someone like Sutherland's on board to, to help you with this. I could, could only imagine what it would be like to, to try and do this yourself as, a, as an investor um, owning, owning a property. And look, I, I gather they do. But, um, you know, where could somebody, you know, doing this themselves sort of fall over or find that they trip themselves up? A lot of it is um, where the tenant may have been before. So we've got some programs that we can look the, the applicants up okay. where we know that they don't owe XYZ realty money and then they said, oh, I've just lived at home for a little while. I haven't, got in, haven't rented anywhere. So we can find where they've been. Um, often where they've been, and um, allow that uh, – and we've got another one where we can make sure that um, their credit reference – and it's not – we can't go right into their credit referencing, but we can find out whether they owe big dollars on a fine or something like that. So that's, again, taken into consideration when we are looking at affordability. Sure. So obviously a great idea to engage a property manager to, to do this for you. Yeah, because the, the property manager or the agency will have these programs in place that aren't readily available just to um, a private landlord. Sure. And so you, you engage you know, a property manager like Sutherland's to, to do this for you. How can an owner um, be involved in the process if they, if they want to be? I guess you would have a lot of owners who still want to, and you, you obviously give them the final selection. Mm -hmm. um, how do owners get involved in the process alongside of you? Well, if there's more than one application, we'll present them all to the owner for their final decision. Nine times out of ten, they'll go, oh, I don't know, just leave it up to you. And then we're able to make that decision for them. It is hard when you've got four or five really good applicants, then we have to really narrow it down as to who came in first and who can move in first and that sort of thing. When the, the competition is high, people are actually offering more money, right. which I don't necessarily encourage because the rent is high enough as it is. And then if they are offering more money, they, then that might put them out of the running of affordability. Sure. So you've so, got to reassess. Yeah, reassess so. It can be very tricky um, choosing the right tenant. Sure. 
and I guess there's another thing that a, a property manager, you know, takes on as part of this process is, you know, managing the emotions of, of the people mm. who, miss you know, out. miss out. Um, <laughs> because we know what the market's like at, at the moment. Um, mm. You'd have to be living under a rock not to know about the, you know, the rental crisis as yes. they're, they're calling it. So it, that must be a difficult job. It is difficult because everybody there's just so many lovely people out there and if I had 10 houses I would be able to rent them 10 times over um, but at the moment you know I've got that one house and there's going to be one very happy person and you know however many unhappy people we did an app uh, we did an inspection yesterday um, and you know the rent is very reasonable on today's market we have 28 applications wow Wow. And I don't envy um, our leasing consultant working through those ones. No. I mean, if you put in the sort of the analogy of a business owner and getting applicants for a job interview, mm. um, you know, this this makes, you know, the fees that um, property managers charge worth their, their weight in gold just for this process uh, alone. Yes. I mean, having to sift through 28 applications, I'm sure you've even had more in this in this current mm. market at, at times. I mean, it's what uh, business owners go to recruitment consultants for, yes. isn't it? So that they don't have to have to do it and they find the, the the best people so how do you how do you go about um i guess mitigating the risk of getting a potentially bad um tenant that you know slips through the cracks yeah well um the one that slips through the cracks is often the dishonest reference that we've received yeah. so they may still be able to afford that um prove that they can afford it and that they are who they are. But a reference may be that someone is trying to get rid of their tenant um, and gives them a glowing reference and Jeez, we take it hard, on. It is very scenario. hard. Yeah, mm. and then we, from the outset, you're like, uh-oh. So, yes, I had one of them a little while ago and, you know, looking at the references because, again, in writing. Yep. And on there, how did this one get through? And then when I rang the agent back some four months later, they went, yeah, we just had to get rid of him. It's like, oh, my God. Nothing you can do about that. And he was a professional. Um, They were both professionals and had a little baby and a daughter. So no red flags at all. No, none. None. So, yeah, and and you can tell in the first couple of weeks that you think, oh, there's something sus going on here and we have to keep on top of that. What? Yeah, that's my next question. What? What can you do? Look, you've given them a tenancy. They're, they're signed up for six months, 12 months, and two or three, like you said, mm. you start to get little signs two or three weeks in that, oh, I'm not too sure about yes. these people. What what can you do there? The only thing you can do is monitor them. So they were good at paying the rent, but they had maintenance after maintenance after maintenance. And then um, the landlord at the time, yep, no problem, no problem, but then the tenant wouldn't let them in. And so then we were getting bills for that maintenance guy to go there because he'd tried already five times and made an appointment, couldn't get in. And it's like, okay. And so I'd ring him and say, you know, we've made this appointment, we're fixing this thing. Oh, it doesn't suit me. And it didn't suit him for six months. I couldn't do things. So in the end, we um, did terminate the tenancy uh, and and used a, a various set of system uh, procedures on how to do that. I mean, everything you're telling me about here, Colleen, just keeps screaming at me. This is why people need to use a good property manager. Yeah. There are so many things that you can come up against. And I'm thinking this in terms of 
what if this was my property and I had to deal with all this while I'm, I'm living my life? Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, that's um, – so to, to have someone in your corner looking after all of this is, um, you know, exactly probably why we're doing this series and, um, you know, letting people know just about the value of, of you know, what a good property manager yeah. does. So if I was a private landlord and I wasn't in property management, but I know what I know, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't manage it myself because one, I wouldn't have the time, but two, a property manager takes out the emotion between the two. So the landlord, it's either his home or his money invested in there and the tenant, it's his home, but you know, I've got to be right type thing. And they do get at loggerheads. So you've got a go-between person to take the emotion out of it to handle whatever situation get, comes up. Get, get it sorted, whatever yeah. it needs to be. Yeah, especially if we've been unfortunate to pick up um, a not-so-great uh, tenant and, yeah, you really need someone and they've got to monitor it, they've got to have the systems in place. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want to do it myself. No, <laughs> no certainly not. So, look, you mentioned about... Um, you know, tenants may be flying in under the radar and, and, you know, potentially ones who aren't, you know, great and mm-hmm. but who don't have red flags. What would be some red flags that you you see in a um in the application process where, you know, on the surface it might look okay, but you kind of look and think, hmm. Yeah, sometimes it's gut feeling, to yep. be honest, yep. when we've when we're doing the inspection or the open house. It's sort of like um, so say they rock up and they park themselves in the driveway and um, sitting there waiting for us to turn up and then there's that aggressive type behaviour. So sure. straight up it's like... Mm. So you're assessing um, them from the moment yeah. you, the moment you lay eyes on, on them because there's another good point that we haven't even touched on here that you do the open home mm. um, for the owner. And yes. Yeah. And it's how they conduct themselves during the open home. Um and that's a whole nother, another subject. But, yeah, we do monitor. We're not um, being all spy and, and yeah. creepy. But, yeah, you are aware, you're watching, you're listening. Um, you're listening to the questions that they do and don't ask and that sort of thing. So um, the application process starts from there. <laughs> I think we've got a whole other ep- a whole other episode there just on open homes, yeah, yeah. and I'm sure you've got some stories to tell um, too of things you, you've <laughs> you've seen go on there. So, yeah. um, so that, there's that one, and then there's um, during the application process, it's like whether it's financial, and you're and you're thinking, well, this is not adding up. Whether it is 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 the money, or your timeline is not right. Yep. You've sort of so missed things looking, on your timeline. So you do become a little yeah. bit of a detective with all of yeah. this. Yeah, yep. yeah you've got to. You, you've yeah. really got to because you will only trip yourself up if you pick up a um, not-so-great tenant. The, the other thing at the open host house is that is this tenant the right fit for this property? So we can have someone come along, mum, dad and four kids, trying to fit into a three-bedroom house um, and they're just not going to fit. No. Yeah, yep, so. Sure. Mm. Now, I've heard, is there a is there a register of, no, it's not the register of bad tenants, but is there a register of, of tenants who've done the wrong thing previously and are affect, are they banned from, t- how does that no, work? No, not necessarily banned because, again, we have to look into whether there was a personality clash and, and legislation has stopped all this now, but there were land, or oh, not so much landlords because I don't have access to it, but the property managers were lodging tenants because they didn't get along. 
So then they would lodge them and then someone else would come along and go, no, you're there, I'm not going to, I'm not, you know, you're out. Whereas even though they're there, you you do have to look in a bit deeper as to why they're there, contact that agent, determine whether it was a personality clash. Sure. But legislation has changed that now. So. Sure. Okay. Now you've been doing this 30 years. Tell me about a time where you've picked up on, on something in an application process and you've been able to, I guess, pick up and, and stop a, a bad tenant getting through. So we, I had one that was applying for a rural or a semi-rural property and um, I had to question him about his income and then uh, when I started questioning, he goes, the other agent never asked me this. And I said, oh, that's okay. We all do something different. But the income, it's sort of not quite adding up with what you've got here as to what I can see over here. Um, And where do you feel that that extra income is going to come from? Well, that's none of your business. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, when someone tells – it is my business. Um, You're making an application. You're about to sign a contract. I need to see if you can pay your rent. I need to see. And he goes, I can pay it. I've got money. And I said, I get that, but I need to see it on um, formally on, you know, whether it's bank statements or income statements, something like that. And we went back and forwards for like three days with him getting very angry because I said, I can't take it any further until you can prove it. And then in the end, um, he gave me a piece of paper, which I already had, he didn't know I had. And I went, yeah, no, that's, I'm sorry, your application's been denied. And he went, he hit the roof. (laughs) So he hit the roof because more so because he's been found out. Yep. And and he goes, oh, well, it doesn't matter now because XYZ Realty has, I've got another property. And I went, good. Good. Enjoy that one. Yep. You handle that very well, Colleen. (laughs) I can see you're very diplomatic because at that first bit where he said, um, I've got the money, I would have said, said, tell your story walking, pal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Underneath? No. That, yeah, no. No, I <laughs> no you, and look, that's something, you know, why, you know, people should consider putting their properties with someone's mm. because just that example there, the, the empathy and, and the way you handle it, that, you know, that's, that's fantastic. And that's only something you can, you can get and learn over many, many yeah, years of experience. having dealt with probably thousands mm. of, um, yes. of applications. So I've come from, um, give me your license and 20 bucks and here's the keys, go have a look, <laughs> to, yeah, they're all um, guided inspections and all yep. sorts of things. So, yeah, the the 30-plus years that I've had, I've seen um, go from 20 bucks in your driver's license right through to now. So. Sure. And, look, final question because we're just about out of time, but um, how does selecting the right tenant contribute to the long-term success of, of an investment property? That's a really good question because – one of the things we, one of our mottos is that you begin with the end in mind. So choosing the right tenant will set you up for success. So whether it sets you up for a long-term relationship or just that 12 months that they need to be in there or it, it will make your job so much easier or that much more difficult. And um, we're all looking for an easy yep. working relationship. Yep. Um and, yeah, that's why choosing the right tenant is going to be vital. They'll look after the property better. They'll um, be more respectful uh, and that sort of thing. So, yeah, 
Makes sense. Vital. Makes <laughs> sense. And look, I think that the key thing there is too that you want to pick the, the right tenant because it makes your job mm. so much easier. Correct. Um, and that the whole three-way relationship just, um, you know, sings. So yeah, it, it flows a lot better. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, look, that is all the time. All the time we have today. But look, you won me over. I think <laughs> I'd be. I'd We're be having. Designed. Yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly. But I might put my application in. You might reject it. So, um, but uh, look, where can people get in touch with you, Colleen? Uh, Sutherland's Property Management is. Uh, you can Google us and go to our website, and the website is spmg.com.au. Fantastic. Look, absolutely vital information there today for anyone who uh, has an investment property on choosing the right tenant. Thank you. And I look forward to uh, our next episode. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam.